This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coming to you live from Alola's Battle Royale Dome, it's the one, the only, Puckle Battlecast. Hello and welcome to episode 43 of the Puckle Battlecast. I am your host, Seth Vilo, here today with some brilliant minds and a really exciting and timely topic. First up, we've got the man himself, Mr. P. McGee. Hello, it's been a while. I am happy to be back. It has been. You've been busy. You've been busy from what I gather. Yeah, I've been trying to uh, make a last hurrah this summer with some camping and such, so it's been hard to record some podcast stuff, (laughs) but... I am here, nevertheless, excited to talk about the topic today. Yep, and we've got another person who's very relevant to the topic, too, Mr. Shark Finnegan. How are you, sir? Doing great. How how are y'all? Not bad. Not bad. It's just been, you know, normal Pokemon things all up up in this... (laughs) All up in my my grill. (laughs) I'm old now. I don't know what the kids say. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what's hip anymore. I no. don't know. All I know is I need to make Among Us jokes and <laughs> the imposter is sussy. suspicious. Boom. There we go. <laughs> well, I'm glad you could all join us for this emergency meeting that we're calling Battlecast 43. <laughs> <laughs> and we get to find out what Pokemon were ejected for being too sussy. <laughs> yes, there's quite a few of them actually this episode. I'm impressed how well you have uh, tied Among Us to the conversation already. I did not uh, think you could. This... I did not think you could thread that needle and make this uh, two, 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 could make these two things relevant. But you have. You underestimate the power of improv training in high school, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh... You know what? I think we can I think we can call the little intro thing there cuz I can't think of any more among us jokes and let's go ahead and get to our tasks. First up being 
tier time. We will be right back with that. Now it's time to see the results of this month's Blood, Sweat, and Teary. And welcome back to Tier Time. We're diving right into it with the most interesting tier. I make this joke every month, and it will never be funny. Shark, tell us about what's happening in Ubers. Uh, nothing much, actually. After uh, after the bans of uh, Zacian and Shadow Tags, uh, the, most of the community basically said, please, no more suspect tests. I think we're okay right now. And you know what? That's what is going on right now. Just kind of... Only Calyrex Shadow Rider is potentially problematic, but otherwise it's just kind of business as usual. Kyogre's popular. All, most of the stand and most of the rest of the standard affair is still still there. Yeah, I was really surprised by that. Honestly, uh, they based their decision off of a community survey, kind of like the ones that happen in OU all the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, nothing really came out of it. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. It, Uber is a slow moving. We got, you know, there, there really hasn't been a lot of changes to the format in terms of like new additions, new meta coming into play. So. And honestly, there's not really anything expected to change in the next few months either. It's just no. probably going to be at least not, nothing so far is indicating that. So. Yeah, I'm. I'd be surprised if we saw anything before, you know, a potential home update next year, if there is anything exactly. worthwhile to change. Because mm. it seems, you know, for what is Ubers, it seems like it's in a healthy place. Mm-hmm. I would say the one thing it has to watch out for is the most obvious statement ever, and that would be the the return of Arceus if that happens. Oh! So. Do they, is it like Sil Valley where they do it by form? I, I yes. assume. Okay, I, I just never. I mean, they're all experience. Uber, but if one of them's too much, they yeah. usually they the normal them. forms probably one of the first ones to go. Oh, I'm sure. Normal the um, E Killer Arceus, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Commonly to hear that. held as one of the most powerful monsters in there, <laughs> especially <laughs> because it's not restricted to an item. Yeah, unlike the others. Yeah, choice band, extreme speed, one twenty attack. Yeah. Or just Swords Dance with Life Orb or something like that. That oh, makes it yeah. terrifying. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's the one thing to watch out for, but we're a long way from knowing if that's even something we have to talk about because we still haven't gotten confirmation of if... You know, we know there's home compatibility with the games, the uh, the remakes and Legends, but we don't know if that then ties into things being able to come into Swish. So we'll find that out. I we do guess. know, and this is worth mentioning, we do know that online battling is staying on Switch. It's not coming to BDSP. So Correct. there is some hope that Switch will maintain, like, continue to be the hub for online battles, which generally means we could see another injection of Mons sometime yeah. March, April of next year. We'll kind of have to keep an eye out on it. Mm-hmm. Because they wouldn't make Basculin and then not let you use it online. That seems like God, a silly marketing. I'm yeah. so pumped for Basculin. Pardon me, Basculin. Yeah, yeah. I'm so pumped for that mon. Um, I know right? it's going to be trash. They're going to not give it flip turn. They're going to take away somehow. Basculin has like four good abilities, and so I, so for some reason, Basculin is going to get cursed body, and they're going to say be happy with it. Yeah, they're going to. Yeah, they're going to do It'd mean things to him. I have hopes. But, I have hopes. 
I'm think optimistic they're completely for now. do it dirty, but <laughs> if there are even abilities in Legends Arceus, like someone, I think it was Linian pointed out to me that they haven't confirmed any abilities for the new things, so that might not be a feature. But I think it would still like. I mean, Pokemon Go doesn't have abilities, but once it goes into home, it does. Right. So there's gonna yeah. it's gonna have to have something. Yeah, I mean, something some will be way in the another. code, but yeah. yeah, that's worth noting. I mean, because it. I guess the only example we have right now is Melmetal, where it released on Go and then it went to Let's Go. Neither of those had abilities, but we found out it had Iron Fist as an ability. So, yep. Hopefully, we learn something. Exactly. Melmetal being Go exclusive still blows my mind. I think that's hilarious. We're really getting into this like intergenerate, like mid generation editions. You know what I mean? Like we've broken out of things like here's a whole batch of Pokemon. We'll see you in three years. Like that's how it used to be. And now it's like yeah. every year or something new is getting announced. And so it's weird. Like what? Yeah. And patch updates generation. really enabled that. Like, yeah, those root existed until it was out. It's fascinating. I like it. I love it. It yeah. feels like Pokemon again, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we are on a hard tangent. McGee, yes. well, since you did to... the most talking there, how about you talk about OU? Yeah. Um, they did something exciting. They banned King's rock, I guess things like Weavile and Bisharp running beat up, which is not a contact move. So it does not care about Ferrothorn, Moltres or Zapdos. It turns out that might be a problem. And so King's rock got the boot. Which... Yep, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you that's something we discussed last month a lot. So oh, that was me that. leading you astray with the notes. How but, dare yeah. you do this to me? I well, know it's Who still banned, guys. It's that's still banned. <laughs> they didn't undo the decision, <laughs> they, so they your have point is un- still relevant. <laughs> My point is relevant. It is late, but it is still relevant, and nothing has changed. So I'm not wrong. I'm just late. I don't know, McGee. Not not knowing that seems um, kind of sus. I know. Well, I knew. My dates are mixed up. It has been a long yeah, summer. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> mine too. You're good. Continue on. Yes. Uh, nothing is really being tested right now. It's been a pretty chill time in OU, which is nice to see. There's a lot of stabilizing going on. A lot of the problems have been addressed. Um, we're seeing some weird meta shifts right now. Just be, just the usual ebbs and flows of a. Uh, meta trying not to get stagnated and people are trying new things out to break open you know cores they see a lot so something we're seeing at the moment is hail coming into play more i haven't seen this much as of today but it's been a thing that's definitely going around which is alola night tails and arctazult because arctazult has the stupidest possible coverage where it's got the bolt beam core and you know it has bolt beak which is just atrocious of a move you give it hail so that it's able to get that double speed. And then even if there's pesky waters there, like Swampert or Gastrodon, it doesn't care. It has freeze dry. It's just going to blast right through those. Mm-hmm. And then even if you're one of those tiny little things that might have protection for it, say you're like a Rotom heat or something, it doesn't care. It has stone edge. Or if you're a Mamoswine, it doesn't care. It has low kick. So it has coverage for everything. If you're willing to commit to the hail strategy, it's a real problem to deal with. So have fun with that. Uh, something yeah. else that's being discussed, but no actions have been taken as of this time. Magnet pull is kind of one of those trapping mechanics. I ha- This is something I've seen a lot of today uh, because I've been running Corviknight a lot and Corviknight really, really hates Magnet Pole. And so it's really hard to dance around the Magnezone, which is the primary user of Magnet Pole. And then Corviknight and Skarmory are traditionally what gets trapped by it. Other things might. You'll see some 
you know, funky iron defense body press sets if you're really after ferrothorns or, you know, you can pick off some bisharps as well in case those are something you run into. But it's really for those steely birds. And so there's some conversations over whether this is equally as problematic as things like shadow tag or arena trap. And so, uh, we might, it might be something to watch or it might just be because things are quiet right now and we need a talking point. So stay tuned for more on that. Yeah. Yeah, highlighting more on the arc result as well. I'm looking at, I was just looking at the September or the August usage stats. Mm-hmm. Arc result peaked about 5%, like 5.3%, which is, you know, roughly like where you get your, like your slow blow, your slow king, your hip on. It's right in that usage, which is not significant at all. No. And, and Ninetales itself was on the rise as well. It's definitely in the 6%, 7% area. Yeah, if I'm correct, they're ranked in the viability rankings as a pair. Um, I yeah. could be wrong there. Uh, it's crazy. That's a that's a huge jump for sure. When you oh, can yeah. see something conversely, one of the side effects of King's Rock's band, uh, Cloyster, dropped from 8.84% uh, oh, yeah, all the way down to 25 Yeah, Cloyster's got one strategy. Click Shell Smash, try to win. And no King's Rock means it doesn't get to... If you take out the RNG from that equation, things like uh, Toxapex and Ferrothorn are much better suited Slow to bros, deal with it. even Scarlet. Yes. Yeah, they can all deal with it when you don't have to account for RNG playing a factor. So um, Cloyster is not so happy anymore with that change. I think this is the first time in a long time, if ever, but we have four ice types in A rank or above in OU. Wow, I've been so we were just having be this conversation the other day. Weavile, yeah. Kiram, and then the the pa- the new pair. Yeah, hotness. Exactly. Interesting. 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 Ice yeah. is becoming a terrifying type, and it's primarily supported by Magnezone because that means Steel type, one of the best things to resist ice, basically doesn't resist it in a sense. Yeah. It makes it an unreliable resist, not a reliable one. That's fascinating. Um, and then you have boots play in factor two so that you have more mobility with yeah. ice types than you ever had before because ice types really hated dealing with rocks before. But, you oh, know, yeah. Arc Dissault pretty commonly runs heavy duty boots as an item. Ninetales is usually a light clay, but if you really need a lot of mobility throughout a game, it can run boots without too much issue. So, or icy rock if you're doing Arc Dissault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, not surprising. Um, good to see it's good to see a typing that's been long suffering and had a moment in the sun in early gen 8 when galarian darmanitan was the new thing and then yeah <laughs> he disappeared and then ice took a tumble right, for a so. while so it's good honestly, to see it on the rebound yeah it's honestly been kiram and weavile that's been just really holding the ford weavile oh yeah the premier weavile is a monster premier option and then kiram itself just being a really good both uh, both defensively and offensively, it's done really well. Yeah, I don't There's think I've ever built a team annoying. that is happy to see Weavile in team preview. Every time I see Weavile in team preview, I am not liking it. So maybe I should start building my teams with that as a more realistic mon I should be checking. Because it's I was been like you too me. until I rediscovered Buzzwool. Oh, I've done him. <laughs> I'm struggling so hard to get defensive Buzzwell to work for me, uh, both so in draft good, and on ladder. I just can't get it to mm-hmm. vibe. I don't know why. Buck and Fighting is actually really good defensive typing together. 
Yeah. Well, it does, and and then, with its stupid high HP and defense stat with Roost? Something about being one of like two bugs with a 100 HP stat and then this bonkers 139 defense stat. Something about that just makes Buzzwool okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So let's keep on moving down. We're heading down to UU where other things have happened that have had huge effects on the rest of everything else. So first of all, um, we'll go ahead and get it out of the way. Arc Desult was banned in UU. This was done by unanimous council vote. All of them voted ban on it. And this, by extension, means that it is banned in every tier below it as well. It's currently usage-wise sitting at PU, but it can only be used in OU and above as of right now. <laughs> it's one of the so, weirdest things. It's um, so crazy. I need to – let me check. Let me peek Is Drake Azalt UU or UUBL? Do you guys know? I don't remember. Uh, uh, I think Drake it's UUBL. Okay. Pretty sure it's UUBL. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure. It's weird that they're occupying the same tier essentially now. Um, right. <laughs> because like everyone knew Drake Azalt was going to be pretty fascinating when sand or when it got its access to its hidden ability. Like we knew that was going to be something. Turns out it's not that great because everyone brings a ground type and Lando T showed up, but yep. we knew it was going to be something promising. I don't think anyone had any hope for Arc Desult looking at. It's typing, it's need for hail to be good, and then that 55 speed stat, I don't think anyone had any expectations for him to rise. So, good on Arctazalt. Yeah, like, the right? thing was, it's like, Bolt Beam is one of the most historically, like, this is the perfect, quote, perfect coverage. If you have that, yeah. you can pretty much hit everything for super effective, period. Yeah, so, there's, um, there's like, literally less than five mons that... Yeah, there's like less than five things that take that don't take or that take both of that for not very effective damage. Like the only one that comes to head right now is Rotom Heat. Is like one of Rotom the only Heat, things. Thick fat Mamoswine and Magnazone. Yeah. Yikes. Which then Are technically the by to extension mind. Togedamaru, but like and the it's like it's saying Greninja's a ghost resist. It's not technically yeah. right, but it's not really true. Exactly. Yeah. Those are the only type combos or whatever that I can think of that resist that without mm-hmm. any other weird things. Uh, I guess thick fat, something else. I don't. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Maybe we'll, like regardless. Not even no. Not thick fat as you. Yeah, yeah. There's something that I'm not remembering, but whatever. I mean, uh, outside of Arctazolt. Though we've got another electric type that was banned in UU, and that is Thunderous. That was done by a regular suspect test, so the community got together and voted on it, and it's no longer allowed. Pretty much, um, Arctazolt shot up in UU, and they took immediate action on it because they saw like what it was doing, the trends in OU, and we're just like, nope, we're not going to have that. That's stupid. <laughs> uh, so. It's definitely peaking more in OU than it was in UU, but I think it's just way more threatening like there's not like there's very few checks for it generally but at least mm-hmm. you you can you have a bit more speed to help revenge it better and you, you did not have that like some of the yeah. things that are that could just aren't popular enough in the meta right now to even be effective i mean arctazolt has to run i think a speed nature to outspeed jackapult even inhale, 
Like, I don't mm-hmm. think, I don't think it can do it as an adamant or naive or whatever mixed nature it runs. I think it has to be like a jolly nature. So, you know, whatever the one, like a naive nature, whatever those speed natures are, it has to be something like that or it can't get past Dracapult. So it's not surprising that it would be doing well in tiers where, you know, things like Dracapult don't exist so that you can pretty much naturally outspeed everything with a, you know, attack nature in Hale. And so unsurprising, he's very oppressive right at the moment. Yeah, Arctazil just underspeeds uh, uh, Adamant Dragapult. No, Adamant Arctazult inhale underspeeds Timid Dragapults. Yep. Yeah, by three points. Timid Dragapult reaches 421, and neutral natured Arctazult with max speed EVs reaches 418. Ah. So it does need yeah. the speed boosting nature. Fascinating. Yeah. But yeah, Arctazolt's uh, out. Thunderous is out, probably because it had just unparalleled utility combined with power. Uh, it had prankster, so it could thunder wave something at the last second, mm-hmm. and it just did really well with a heavy duty boot set. Just coming in, popping something, U turning out, knock off, thunderbolt. It had a lot of everything it needed, and it, nothing really could stand up to it. Yeah, so s- similar yeah. type of thing. The things that would be faster then Arctazult just don't come, or then uh, then Thunderous don't come. Like Starmie or uh, Tempest. Is this both Zygarde forms, or is this aren't just one Thunderous form? Right Incarnate. Now. Incarnate. Is that the 101 or the 111? I can't remember. 111. That's the, that's the 111. Oh, yeah. the such Genie, a gross not the, speed tier. Yeah, that's the, yeah, it's just the, it's a really good speed tier. It outspeeds, like, Keldeo that's popular in the format. Mm-hmm. See what else was it out speeding? But yeah, not it surprised. also enabled a lot of things too that made it just really hard to counter those things just by existence of thunderous. Mm-hmm. So now the tier will calm down a little bit with two electric types gone. <laughs> I didn't expect Swish to be the season of electric types, but here we are. Yeah, I remember we were talking early Swish days. It was so barren in OU with like viable electric types. Because it was like Rodom and it was Dracazult. Like, this is pre Sandstorm or Sandstream, not Sandstream, uh, Sandrust Dracazult. This was like Hustle Dracazult was OU for a little while in early yeah. Gen 8. That's how bad and barren it was. So now I'm trying to think it's there really, electric it, season. There really wasn't that many good electric types. I mean, Toxicity no. was like. UU. Oh, he was OU as well. That um, was yeah. terrifying. At that yeah. time, I think it was. But I think it was just kind of to fill the void because there wasn't like a Zapdos. There wasn't yeah, Zapdos was there because it was electric. Um, so some of the staples that we've come to get happy with now just weren't Tapu Coco. Yeah, so like a lot of the main yeah, ones Coco. weren't in the meta early days. And so Electric's a wanted type. You know, Volt Switch is wanted. Uh, Magnezone is another big one. So yeah. I, you, Everyone wants a good electric type in OU, so <laughs> they'll force something, and so it's not surprising to see that in lower tiers as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, all right, really let's move on down. Yeah. Shark, how about you start talking RU for us? All right. Well, first of all, uh, Arctazolt is by proxy is banned here, but it's yep. still very fresh, so we don't know how the meta is shaking. Even though Arctazolt really wasn't popular in this format at the moment. But currently, Durant is being suspect tested now. It's just got the, with its uh, first impression, hustle boosted attacks, lets it just 
honestly can just sweep through a lot of teams. Home claws can help kind of mitigate some of the accuracy issues with hustle. We were getting we'll get to it in the topic, but I remember one of my early um for the topic, one of my early teams I was playing with was a banded first impression hustle Durant. Just like I'm gonna Yikes. get a kill. If I hit something I get a kill and so I remember having a lot of fun with that. So I know Durant's kind of gross sometimes. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. No, it's got a good attack, a good speed tier, and it's actually got decent bulk as well. It's actually got a respectable defense shot, and Steel Bug is a good type. I mean, Scissor's a really good defensive Pokemon itself, so yeah. Durant can have a little bit of that excess, at least, yeah. you know, in its offensive capabilities. So, However, if you think too hard about a special attack, like if you haven't even clicked it yet, Durant just falls over. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Durant is basically the same, you know, it's a worse version of um, Kartana. Just, it can handle a couple physicals. Don't even look its way with a water gun. It's going to go down. That's fair. You know, 48, special defense, 58 HP. Yeah, no, I think Kartana is slightly bulkier. (laughs) I think it actually is. It's not saying a lot. Which is that's, yeah, that's that's a new sentence. Cartana. Oh no, is no, 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 Cartana has thirty-one special defense. Never mind. No, it's bulkier. That said, <laughs> that said, I've seen some weird people running a specially defensive Cartana in OU to some success. It, yeah, like, it, it really the does typing work. alone. <laughs> Assault vest helps thing. a lot. Because just going to say yeah. that as well. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it with like. I, f- I forget what item, but it wasn't assault vest because it was running swords. Na- it, like, it was just like normal Cartana, but the EV spread was just wonky. <laughs> max HP, Weirdest max death. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Something almost. And it that. eats Tapu Fini for breakfast and just keeps going. Exactly. Yeah, you could take. He would probably take a mood blast if he did it right. Yeah. Weirdest yeah. Pokemon. Anyways, Weirdest. Aside from Durant being tested, uh, Nidoqueen's kind of chilling down here at the moment. Uh, uh, given it's, you know, like Nidoking having sheer force, life orb, and all this coverage you can ask for. Mm-hmm. It's able to do quite a bit. Um, and then also, but uh, but also, Zergatry as well is pretty popular down here. Just given it's massive special attack and it's pretty good, pretty good coverage. Yeah. So it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, there was some discussion of people turning to Nidoqueen as their ground type, but when you have a ground type that falls to Zerkatree's energy ball, that's not run for it being a ground type that you need another one. So. Yeah. Zerkatree's got really good coverage. Thank God it's got like a bad speed stat or like a not a great one. Yeah. Maybe one. And no tail glow at the moment. This is true. Um, God, he was gross in gen seven with the Z hypnosis or the tail glow yeah. or whatever you want to oh, do. Oh yeah. Z hypnosis to give the speed boost. Rip Z moves, you were not missed. <laughs> <laughs> but I think otherwise, some of the usage, uh, Frostlash kind of picked up an extra 4% usage this month. Um, Steelix kind of slowed, dropped down a little bit. It's still pretty popular, but it's kind of waned a little bit, I guess, assuming, I guess Nidoqueen kind of taking some of that off of it. Mm. Well, sounds right. New toy syndrome kind of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Neat. Yep, that's that tier. McGee, tell us about NU. I know there's a lot of weird, spicy Pokemon yeah. going on there. In a truly shocking move, NU has also banned Arctisalt. Never would have guessed. <laughs> uh, 
um, for some regular, nothing else is really happening in terms of bannings or, uh, you know, major injections into the tier, but some things that are developing in within the tier right now, uh, something like Diancy is having a good time just being a good defensive piece. Uh, rock polish or rock polish meteor beam is a viable sweep set just because you can do a lot with the 50 speed tier and lower tiers once you, especially once you double it up. Uh, meteor beam is pretty solid. Diancy still has a 100 special attack stat, even in that, you know, non mega form. So it's a pretty potent mon. If given the chance to do something like that, uh, Duraludon is not a bad mon. Uh, just doesn't have a great special defense stat, but it's got a decent speed tier. It's got a fun typing. Things like Draco Meteor plus a Jack Pact are showing up, which is funny because I'm pretty sure the very first time we saw the Eject Pack in use during like a like demonstration yep. a while back was it was the Duraludon clicking Draco Meteor and then being kicked out. Yeah. So it's kind of yep, we've come full circle on this Duraludon where they're like, wait a second, I've seen this before, and so now they're doing it yeah. again. Um, but yeah, that makes sense for Duraludon. Kind of gives him a quick, quick nuke button and then keep momentum. So yeah, nice. Which, which is huge. You can definitely break a wall. If the wall takes 50% from the Draco, when you bounce yep. it out into something that can KO it and put it in KO range. Yeah. You can basically take that wall out if you can't let it heal. Um, Scrafty is doing well. Scrafty is kind of like a, a jack of all trades mon down here. It can be bulky, it can sweep, it can do a little bit of both. It has some other fun things to play with. It has three usable abilities, you know, with the Intimidate, the Moxie, and the Shedskin, whatever your heart desires for a particular team, Scrafty can do it. So good on you, buddy. Uh, Giardacuno is doing f- nice and dandy on some hyper offense teams. It's got the double dance going on with, and then a weakness policy set, which is fascinating. I'm kind of sad to see him down here. I was so hopeful for Articuno coming into OU because <laughs> I was hoping it would just maintain some sort of ice move and we knew Lando T was going to be a problem. And so you get to run some like funky, um, oh, what was it? A funky adrenaline orb set to play with the competitive. So you could get the, oh, yeah, Landorus to proc it. So you get the speed boost plus the two special attack boosts and then you would go to the races, but. Giardacuno has terrible coverage, so it doesn't really work. Kind of dies to all steals. Um, we've got Galarian Stunfisk doing some work here, which is interesting to see. Uh, it's got a good defensive stat line. Stealth Rocks is great. It has Pain Split as an access move, so it can get some health back. And it has the uh, ability, things like a Leaf Storm or two. So it's got some potential. Um, you don't really see, I'm guessing you don't really see a lot of terrain down here. So its ability isn't coming to hinder you because it, it kind of has a bad ability. It has a pretty decent defensive typing and then turning it into something like mono grass, probably not ideal. Um, yeah. And then finally, the only terrain to worry about psychic. Yeah. Um, there's probably Ndidi creeping around down here. Yeah. The female one. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. And then uh, Gudra is doing some great work here. Something about a 150 special defense stat or whatever it is uh, can make <laughs> it pretty tanky. And so if you can use that and you, maybe you can slap an assault vest on it and you just turn into this big fat wall that nothing breaks through. And it has a really – it basically has Gen 1 coverage with its move pool. Like it's got a really stupidly deep move pool. Like it's got something yeah. of everything. 
Um, so Gudra's kind of got the coverage you need. It's got the stat line you need and it has the mix set. So it's got like a 110 attack, 100 special or some, maybe I'm mix match, mixing it up, but it has the, you know, potential to pretty much be anything. So, um, not surprised to see Gudra find some life, even if it's a little farther down than I would have expected. Yep. So that is NU and that I'll go ahead now. and wrap it up with PU. In the most shocking news, Arc Result is banned. Um, so there's that. Was this where Arc Result was residing, right? Yes. Wow. As of last tier shift, it's sitting in PU right now, and now it's UUBL. What a but I think it was what a without weird hail though, so it wasn't good yeah. down here. I anyway without hail, nope. so. But oh well, now it's not down here. Ha 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 ha. One of these tiers just unbanned it like two months ago, too. So I, I remember on that them. specifically as well. It was a, this on and off hail thing down in the low tiers. And Arc yeah. Result was just flipping around between NU and PU. Yep. But anyway, the big discussion going on in PU right now is what to suspect. Because there are a lot of big ugly things that a lot of people don't like down there. And I'll go through some of them and wh- why they're being brought up. First of all, which seems to have the most support behind it, is Galarian Articuno. Uh, it is a monster at team builder. You don't even have to fight it for it to have an effect on your team. Um, it also enables a ton of other things with its future sight and pivoting support. That's the one that seems to have the most momentum behind it being suspected. However... Some of the counter-arguments is that it has a really good effect on the tier. It keeps other psychic types that would be dangerous in check, and it deters Defog, which means you can actually play the hazard game because of competitive, and it pivots really well, which allows other things that previously couldn't switch in to have a breath of life to it. So that's some pros to Galarian Articuno. The next one that has the most momentum behind it is actually Drampa, which has been banned down here before. It's basically Alolan Executor 2.0, which was just banned from this tier. If it cor- correctly predicts with choice specs, it gets a kill. That's just how it is. But if it doesn't, it's in trouble. That's the problem with these big, slow specs users like these. Um, they are prediction reliant, but if they mm-hmm. banned... Alolan Executor for it once, who's to say it's not uh, next on the chopping block. So, that's yeah, I love Drampa. Drampa. It's so good. It's got weird coverage, too. Like, stupid power and weird coverage. And it's got decent abilities, too. Berserk is always a good one. But even Sapsa yeah. Burst, just to kind of catch people off guard, depending on the meta. Yeah. Berserk is neat because it goes really well with its slow speed, where it has the chance to get an additional boost on top of it because of how slow it is. Next up, as far as things that are being discussed, is Charizard, oddly enough. This is another monster that warps the tier around it, and it kind of, the people, some people are arguing that it kind of forces you to run weird things if you want to directly counter it, like a Lantern or Archeops to absorb the fire-slash-flying moves that it has, or a Gigalith or Regirock that just absorbs moves in general, but they really don't like Toxic, which Charizard commonly runs, or other members of its team can run to allow Charizard to really... Go go ham on it. So that's another one. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of Charizard love down in PU in a sense. So that leaving would have an enormous effect. So people are a little bit hesitant to to try that one. Finally, uh, mentioned previously by P McGee, we've got Scrafty, which is not 
tear warping in a sense. It kind of forces people to run a, run a strong fairy to hold it in check, which there aren't many of down here. But as we mentioned in the previous tier, it's it's very good, very adaptable, very unpredictable. So Scrafty might be another thing. I believe it's been banned in this tier before as well, but I could be wrong there. I'm not I'm not remembering correctly. So that is the overall that's just kind of what's going on in PU is people are kind of going back and forth on what do we what do we ban next? Uh-huh. Uh, who knows if these will happen before the tier shifts in October, but we will find out. That is for darn sure. But that's PU, that's the news, and that wraps up the tiers. There wasn't really a whole lot of extra tier notes from things like nat decks or doubles or whatever, so stay tuned next month for maybe some changes there. And with that, I think we'll go ahead and move on to this topic that we're really excited about. So we will see you on the other side. And now for our main topic. And welcome back. We are at the topic and we are discussing Puckle's tournament, the 500 Club, which for those of you who don't know, and Shark and McGee, feel free to jump in and tell me I'm wrong or silly uh, at any moment because you guys are the experience. You're, you guys are the knowledge here. I'm just the nice looking <laughs> spos- spokesperson. Um, so the 500 Club Tournament is something that Puckle is doing. And the general rule is you can only use Pokemon whose base stat total is below 500. Yep. Not at or below below so that there are a couple down. bands yep so no scissor because that's 500 no scissor no ging uh gengar Let's see no drake what about no eternamax eternatus no mudsdale you know what eternamax eternatus is allowed if you can find a way to make it work ah good 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 <laughs> i've been i've got that i've got that game shark but basically, yeah, it's the 500, it's, it's 499 and below. So pretty much Talonflame on down with BST. And then if basically, if you are in OU Mon that has below a 500 base stat total, you're also banned. I think the one exception we have is Skarmory. So things like Lefable, Slowking, uh, Galarian Slowking, Slowbro, Ferrothorn, Toxapex, you know, the usual suspects, Corviknight, none of them are allowed. Um, we're really trying to highlight some of the lower tier mons that tend to get overshadowed by mons that just have more, you know, points to work with or really shine in their role. Um, so this is kind of an opportunity for those quirky things to show up and do something meaningful. Fun the- fact, I was today years old when I realized Corviknight has less than 500 BST. I know. It's close, though. It's like 480 plus. Yeah, 495. 495. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you don't waste EV or if you don't waste uh, points on stupid things like special attack or speed, like it really works out for you. Exactly. I mean, if you've got a perfect stat spread, who cares? It's like Ferrothorn. Like, you're like, how is yeah. Ferrothorn so low? It's like 474 or something stupid. Um, but it's because he doesn't waste any time with speed he doesn't need or special attack he doesn't need. Yep. Puts it all where yeah. it matters. Mm hmm. On top of that, though, there are a couple of other items that are, or other things, rather, that are banned for this particular tournament style. Those are the abilities Drizzle, Huge Power, and Pure Power, and the items Thick Clay and Light Clay. Thick Club and Light Clay. Outside of that, though, 
Thanks. <laughs> I don't know how to read. I've yeah. been faking it all these years. Yeah. Thick club and light clay. Yeah. No. Rain is rain is f- still p- would be really potent in this format. Barrascuda yeah. is legal. Mantine's a pretty good swift swimmer. Pelipper's below five hundred. Polytoad's under five. Oh, is Polytoad under five hundred? Yeah, it's under five hundred. Seismitoad yeah. probably would be too. Yeah. I mean, so you can set rain if you want to play that way. Um, so if you want to have something, click rain dance and then try to go for it by all means. But um, we're, we're trying to get away from some of the overpowered strategies that can really centralize on a couple of things that perform rolls really well. Because Barrascute is one of those mods where it doesn't waste stats where it doesn't need to. It's got like a 130 attack, like a 135 speed. It's just going straight offense, trying to break you. Um, and rain is really heavy in a momentum. So we didn't really want to lean into that for this event, but I mean, this is it. We've gotten a couple of matches in the events already started. Unfortunately, um, signups have closed. I think that and all talked about it on the podcast a week or two ago to try to get some additional interest. And then we had it going on in the discord. So the event's happening, but we're doing it all on showdown. So all the replays are getting posted. It's really fascinating to see kind of the strategies that are developing early on what Pokemon we expected to shine and aren't shining yet. What Pokemon we had no awareness of that are showing up and being contributing members. Um, I think the ones we expected most and we're not surprised to see being great use mons already or things like Darmanitan, which is like a four ninety five or something stat line uh, so he's not surprisingly, he's unsurprisingly very good. We knew Zydog was going to be a problem, Zygarde 10%. So he's showing up and doing really well. He's got like a 498 or something, 497, something really, really close to 500. And what gets really interesting in a tier like this or an event like this is a lot of mons aren't going to have great speed stats just because there's not enough points to go around to make their speed stats good. So when something can get to that 115 range, it gets really, really scary. So something like Zygarde's been really interesting to watch. Chinchino, slap a band on it. It goes wild because very little is outspeeding it. Um, you know, there's some fun bulky grasses that are showing up. I think we've seen things like Tangela and Eldegoss being used in some practice matches early on. Amoongus so is still a- able to be here. This is one of the Amoongus, premier yeah. bulky bulky Pokemon. Among Us. <laughs> yeah, Among Us. Among Us. <laughs> Among Us. Among Us. Oh, so tying it back. This. Full circle. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're allowed to switch teams between fights, right? Um, between weeks. So, like, it's uh, it's weeks. a best of three, each one. So, once you've committed to a team for a matchup against somebody, you have to run that team for all three matches or all two if it's only best – if it's, someone wins it in two. But if you're like, well, this team sucks now. I, I was terrible with it. You can toss it out, bring something new next week, try again. And basically basically how it's been for, you know, our UUTC events, our PFTT events, where it's just try whatever you want each time you go into a new week, but you have to use it for that week. And then if you don't like it, don't stick with it. Try something new. Figure it out. And one of the reasons we really wanted to have a replay channel so you as a viewer can kind of come check it out as well, um, as well as we can kind of see what's getting used, what's being popular, what's not working, what is working. Um, so it's really fun to kind of see a meta develop. Because it doesn't really exist on any of the Smogon tiers because there's a lot of Pokemon that are above 500 BST that fall really deep down on the tiering ladder. We were just talking about Gudra and what, NU, PU? Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. 600. Gudra. Yeah. 
So, you know, even even in some of the really low tiers, there are some mons with some really high base stat totals that still are going to outshine things. So when you take those out, it's really interesting to see what starts shining. And it's been really fun so far. I know Shark's working on his team right now for his mm-hmm. match, and I'm sure he's having a lot of fun playing around with some things. And uh, I'm definitely experimenting around because there's just a lot of fun Pokemon that you can do some fun, unique strategies with. But there's still, you got to... The big thing is still, yes, there's a lot of fun gimmicks you can do with some of these low-tier Pokemon. you got to still kind of keep to your core team-building process mm-hmm. of getting your getting solid core, good offensive pieces, good defensive pieces, and have a oh, decide, kind of a nice strategy that you're going to try to build everything upon. So, Absolutely. Um, something I've been seeing take off, and something I think really works at this lower tier, is, something, is just hazard stacking. Uh, just because there's not a lot of bulk going around in general, so pieces don't have an easy time getting health back. There is no, there's not as many good regenerator users. You know, Slowking, Slowbro, or aren't really sticking around in this. If you want to run Slowpoke, you can. I was trying a Slowpoke team out at one point with just an Eviolite, but there's not a lot of regenerator going on. I think the only notable users are pretty much all grass types. We've got Amoongus, we've got Tangela, and then I believe Eldegoss, and those are really the regen core. So, because yeah, everything else, like me and Shao and the, and what Tornadus Therian is up, they're way up above here. Yeah, yeah. So, or they're banned, like Slowking and Slowbro. Yep. Mm-hmm. Although you can, at least for the moment, use Galarian Slowbro, uh, just because it's such an RNG dependent Pokemon. Unless you're going to run like a defensive set, but it doesn't really have as good of a stat spread as Galarian Slowking does, so it struggles in that role a little bit. But um, it's been really interesting, kind of seeing how people are adapting to the lack of defensive play or defensive options. That was something we were kind of trying to do with this event was, well, you're a really good defensive piece. What would happen if we took you away? How do people adapt? What new defensive <laughs> pieces show up? Uh, because, you know, there's, there's some weird things we yanked as well that maybe not would have been not as high on the radar. We, you know, we didn't allow Reuniclus just because Reuniclus has that magic art access. It has that regenerator access. It has a really good HP stat and usable defensive stats. It can be a really interesting sweeper and we took it away. So, uh, it's been you interesting to see people adapt. This tournament. Sorry. What was that? I said you just didn't want to see me play in this tournament. Just really <laughs> we didn't. We didn't want to see you or Rotted play to your strengths in this tournament. We really wanted to see you True. guys suffer in an event like this. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, um, <laughs> but I mean, with Renuclus gone, I've seen Sigilus kind of taken similar yes. spots, and it's done. It's done really well in terms of it. Did it can, it can Sorry, definitely get set up with like you know you can pull off the. The degenerate cosmic power roost psycho shift burns. Yes, and so it didn't work for Wreck It Mike, but he brought like the classic random. You know, when you play randoms and you get Sigilyph, that's the Sigilyph set of the cosmic power, the psycho shift, the roost, the stored power. Uh, he brought that set to his match. It did not pan out because bummer for inexplicable reasons his opponent decided to bring three dark types so it wasn't just oh let me get rid of the one dark type and i'll take care of this no it was three dark types all with knockoff so it was three dark types yeah three dark types and like two other fighting weak pokemon but mike didn't have a fighting type Oh, that's sad. I know, but it was fun seeing Sigilyph try. Uh, you know, because Sigilyph, you know, I think we talked about it probably on like episode 33-ish of Battlecast when Sigilyph was actually getting watched 
and like NU yeah. or PU. It got suspect tested places too. Yeah, but he kind of disappeared from no, notabil- notability. Um, so it's been interesting seeing something like him kind of pop back up as a viable option here. Because it's not every day you can run a rock, you know, a mon that's weak to stealth rocks and not care about stealth rocks at all, just because of that magic card. <laughs> yep. It's a really interesting little ability that can come into use. It has a pretty usable speed tier of like 97 or something like that, which for an event like this is really good, having that 97. So it kind of gets a chance to shine. I've been seeing some fun things or testing some fun things like Dragology has been a lot of fun because, again, hazard stacking is huge. So something like Toxic Spikes works really well in an event like this or flip turn or an assault vest because it has a really good special defense stat already so it's been a lot of weird things shining so far and i've been enjoying all the replays we've seen which are all on the discord and i really recommend people go and watch those because there's a lot of fun strategies pucklediscord.com to join oh that's right we have that we have a url pucklediscord.com look at us we've made it we're a real discord now (laughs) <laughs> One thing I want to ask you guys, um, which I'm just this is this is how my brain works. If I can't use Reuniclus, my brain starts to search for other things that I can use. How good is Eviolite in this format? It's at least good enough that Chansey is banned. Yes, I did forget about that. Chansey is banned. So there are a couple of usable ones. I think the most prevalent one you see, but it does vary because there's viable sets other ways as well. Magneton is probably one of the most notable Eviolite users running around in this event, particularly because of Magnetpole. Yes. As we discussed, and I know you how how good that trapping ability can be. Skarmory being one of the biggest you know, go-tos right now on team building just because it's, you know, it's Skarmory. It's an OU threat. In doing in this tournament, of course you're going to try to use as your defensive piece. So magnet pulling and being able to KO that outright is really good. Oh, absolutely. I also think Slowpoke is pretty good in this, not going to lie. <laughs> I think Slowpoke is very usable in this event. Really? Because he can, I mean, he can teleport. So he comes in, he tanks a physical attack because that Aviolite works nice and dandy he huh. can he can eat things like I, I think it a banded adamant flare blitz from darmanitan doesn't do hit ko him i'm pretty sure i had something ridiculous wow. like that i was looking at some calcs and so you come in you tank that you teleport out and you kind of reassert momentum you get that regenerator going on um so the things that slow king is broken for or slow bro is broken for slow poke is still allowed to do and it, it's not a huge drop off in stat line you just got to be more wary of the knockoffs so you really want something that can kind of eat those knockoffs if you have it so that you have somewhere to go for them but I was testing him out, and I thought he was working pretty nice and fine. Yeah, I would yeah. say other Pokemon in this tier that have potential to be very good. Uh, Pillow Swine does a fairly oh. good job as, you know, like Mamoswine White. It just has really good defensive naturally with the yeah. light boost and that massive HP stat. It's just able to, you know, be a good, good Stealth Rock lead, Ice Shard, and just, you know, spam Earthquakes. It does really yeah. well. Well, then we were talking about Zydog being like a real threat in this. So like he can just like say, I don't really care. You know, that banded thousand arrows does like 35%-ish, something like that. And then you can just like Oko with a nice shard if you need to at any point in the game. So Pylos wants a, a nice, you know, check against some of the sweeping dragons because there's still a couple sweeping dragons lurking in this event. 
Yeah, and another one that I see that is like on my radar of things to watch for is uh, former OU staple Galarian Corsola. Oh, yes, I forgot that's child. a Pokemon. Yes, the yes, you Why still can stall. Exist? You'd be perfect. <laughs> Just be. Oh. You know what else? Just on top of the, on top of that stalling thing, you can also just go with Duosion. Yes, Duosion yes, absolutely is totally viable. I would say in this format, given it's got good. It def- might have better defensive prowess than Reuniclus. I think so. It doesn't have quite. I think no, actually, I think it still even has really good special attack. Still, it's the same special attack stat between them. Oh, yeah, gross! <laughs> gross. It's just Reuniclus gets a insane amount of HP when it evolves. Yeah. Uh, Duosion's HP is uh, sixty-five, and it goes to one hundred and ten. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a notable. But that's a notable have, rise. They both have one twenty-five special attack, so it, Duosion gets no stronger when it evolves. Fun just gets fact. fatter. Yep. Just gets thick. <laughs> I haven't you know, seen Duotion used yet in testing, but I'm curious about it now. It's one of those mods I can yeah. really shine. I, I just watched a draft battle, actually, where someone brought a Duotion as their one answer to, like, a Mega Venusaur because it couldn't get – it couldn't die to the toxic stalling. It couldn't get bothered uh-huh. by the Leech Seed. It could get out of uh, KO range from, like, a Sludge Bomb spam, so it can just kind of recover in front of it and spam Psychics and kind of be effective in that way. So I was like, oh – now I know Delusion's viable or something. So I'm, it, it should have been on my radar more for an event like this, but he's such a, there's a lot of fun little Eviolite users that can be usable in this that I think we'll see more of. I know there was some talk earlier about Dusclops, but I haven't seen Dusclops tried too much yet. Yeah, Dusclops is something to be, you know, obviously can watch for. Ride on is base 45 stat total. So it can get there. Electabuzz is technically in this format. Uh, Magmar <laughs> should be. I don't want to. Where's Magmar? I'm trying to verify you know its base stat. I can't find it on my list. You yeah. know what I learned? You know what move I learned Magmar has recently? And I had no, oh, no. awareness of? Teleport. Oh, yeah. Really? Y- oh, yeah you no, have Magmar momentum stuff. Magmar. So you can actually yeah. pivot around with Thanks. Magmar Let's if you go really wanted to. For that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's yeah. where it came from. I mean, Electabuzz has it too, but like. You're just gonna volt switch, so who cares? Yeah, just, Magmar is 495, so it's legal. Yeah, yeah there it is. Yeah, found it. So bring your teleporting Magmars, shut down the U-turns, burn them with that flame body. Does it I don't also know. get Thunderbolt, or is that just yeah, it does. Mortar? Or actually, fair it point. Should I don't have know. A th- yeah, it has. It has. I Gen don't think 1 it coverage. does. I don't think it does. Now I'm Aww. looking at its list. I don't think it gets Thunderbolt. It gets Punch, but not Bolt. Oh, sad Magmar. It's still got 95 base attack. It's, yeah, his attacking stats are almost the same. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how... Magma Mortar is like Mr. Rhyme. Somehow he evolves and gets worse. I really know, don't know what went wrong with it. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't I don't know. Like, I'm like, where is his stat line? Because I look for all his stats and everything looks bad, and I just don't know what's going on. Um, but I mm-hmm. guess Magma is okay, because at least you can stick an Eviolite on it. Yeah, it's 57 defense... Is Ugh. nah, sixty five HP Ugh. is oh, eh, it's okay, not with the fifty seven defense. Eighty five spadef with the Eviolite with the sixty five HP is actually mm-hmm. do really good. They actually contain quite a bit. Absolutely, I haven't mentioned it yet, uh, just because I don't, don't think it works as well in this format. You know, Pukamuku is obviously sticking around below five hundred. He unfortunately doesn't get to baton pass because we're playing by OU rules, so he doesn't have any momentum, so he's kind of trash, but. He's there, 
and I will stand him every ta- every chance I get. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I mean, it's a good defensive piece if we need if you need defensive pieces here. I think it can wall out banded uh, Zydog, so that's something, as well as banded Darmanitan, but you have to watch out for the tricks on Darmanitan because he gets that fun little coverage move as a way to cripple <laughs> some of the defensive pieces. I just am else. so happy that Corsola can be used. Now I'm looking up Corsola. I just, uh, yeah. fun fact to date the episode, we, we, we've been doing the PTU campaign and we're in campaign two. Mm-hmm. My character just got a Galarian Corsola. Uh, so I'm living the dream a little bit. Hey, that's awesome. So it's annoying, especially in PTU. PTU, Cur- uh, Corsola, absolutely stupid. <laughs> if you just, if you don't want your opponent to play the game, stupid that's how you do it but anyway that's this, that know. is a very different topic for a very different battle cast <laughs> oh say, my gosh what if that's the christmas special ptu battle cat anyway go on guys <laughs> and i would say dark types in this format seem really good i think there's just not yeah. as many things to qu- quite stop them i think fairy particularly gets hurt in this format so it's something we're like watching. Bisharp, Bisharp, Scrafty, Pangoro, Crawdont. Crawdont. Crawdont specifically has our eye at the moment because adaptability is stupid. And Crawdont already wow. has a good attack stat. So it's one of those things we're watching. Because we, we put a rule in place here just because it's really hard to gauge a meta that you're creating. And so we have a rule in place where if something shows to be too overpowered we reserve the right to quick ban it between weeks so if we see like eight different people win with crawdon spamming knockoff and liquidation we might have to come look at that or bisharp just because they have those priority moves as well that makes them extra scary but that's very good that you have yeah. that in place because in such a weird format you've got to have something like that yeah we're really wary of it because there's not a lot of good switch-ins on knockoff like there just isn't and that's something we we're familiar with and so we're trying to keep an eye on that um, because if you're a dark type and you can run a band or a life orb and you can click knock off freely on any turn, there isn't a lot that's coming in on you right now. Um, and it's pretty horrifying. <laughs> but yeah, that's what happens when you take away fairies and, you know, Clefable in particular. I think we've seen some Clefairy play in testing, but Clefairy doesn't want to get hit with knockoff, so it doesn't really work that well. I think the fairies of the format, you still got... You still get Whimsicott, you get Mimikyu, you get you get Comfey, you get Comfey. Who will uh, come back Clef-key to you? Stay tuned for more and Slurpuff and Rabombi, but none of those are really quite honestly none of those really <laughs> want to switch in on, on no. attacks much. No, no not quite. not the not stab knockoff. Stab knockoff is very good. Um, which is something we're learning as this event goes along. Stab knockoff is very, very effective. Just be, and this wasn't even what we banned. I think Skarmory, there we go. That's the answer. Skarmory is probably the best knockoff eater in the format just because you can happily run Rocky Helmet, you know, take the knockoff, chip him 16% for the knockoff, and then, you know, start recovering because most things aren't going to KO you with knockoffs in this format. Um, but if they also have Magneton sitting on the sidelines, they happily spam knockoff, hard switch to Magneton, and now you're a very sad Skarmory because you're stuck. You have to be very prepared for that, that mm-hmm. inevitability. Um, something you were kind of t- or 
Well, then yeah. if you get knocked well, you off, to- then you lose the shutdown. Never mind. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, <laughs> it's a magneton vibes really nicely if your team has some knockoff spammers because it's just like, I'll let these guys click knockoff a bunch. And then once their steel type loses their item, I'll just come in and the steel type's out of play. And then now if I have a fairy type or, uh, a grass type or something that was struggling to sweep because of that steel type, it's now very happy. So it's, uh, it's a lot going on with that. I'm um, tying it into what we were talking about on the, uh, tier time. Scrafty, I think is a really viable mod in this event just because it has a really good stat line, which is weird to say about Scrafty. It's got the bulk. It's got the dragon dance. So it's 90 attack stat. Isn't that bad. It's 55 speed stat. Isn't that bad. There's not a lot of things above a hundred. So you can run like a jolly nature and get to like 220 speed so that at plus one, you're outspeeding base 100s. And then you have Moxie, so you get a KO with knockoff, and then now you're really off to the races. So it's been a lot of fun little things like that that are kind of shining, and I'm hoping to see more of. Yeah. Well, it sounds like an exciting thing, and I think we can... I think that's a good place to kind of cap it off. But the thing I would like to say on top of it, and I'm sure you guys agree... The cool thing about this tournament is it introduces you to Pokemon that you might not have used otherwise. Yep. Uh, that you're maybe not used to using or that you've never seen before and never played around with. And you can bring what you've learned in this tournament to other tiers, like back to normal. You might get... I'm I'm getting the urge to use Galarian Corsola and OU right now, which is probably stupid, but, you know. Do it. These, Do these it. Pokemon exist and they're not bad. They're just different, so you can They're take different. this knowledge that you take from here. Yeah, because um, a lot of these Pokemon, yeah, like you said, said aren't bad. They just there's something that overshadowed them and just does the job better. And so because of how tiering works on Smogon, they're just not going to get used. You know, if it's um, if it's just outclassed by something just slightly better, it goes from like you know maybe ten percent usage all the way down to one because the other mod just gets run every time. So this is a way for some things to get a brief moment in the sun that maybe have been neglected for too long. And I'm happy about that. Yeah. All right. And with that, we're going to go ahead and call the topic here and we are going to move on to a team that we've got prepared that follows this 500 club rule. So we will be right back. And now it's time for team of the episode. And welcome back. We've got the team of the episode for you, which is put together by our lovely P. McGee here. So we're going to let him start it off with his pride and joy. Go ahead, P. McGee. Start yeah. it off. Um, ironically, we're starting off with what is generally going to be the cleaner for this team, which is Comfey, who is running with some leftovers, the triage ability, because it's a great ability, because you don't have to care about speed, 252 HP, 244 defense, 12 special attack, a bold nature, with aromatherapy, calm mind, draining kiss, and synthesis. Basically, you remove the steals from play, you remove the poisons if they're there as well, Comfey comes in, Comfey starts spamming calm mind, Comfey clicks draining kiss, Comfey wins the game. Really fun mon. Able to soft check something like a banded Zydog because Zydog gets kind of scared out because a draining kiss is going to do a lot of damage. So you can pretty freely click synthesis on retreats to get your health back without costing too much. So it's a way to kind of answer that mid game or early game if you need a way to get around it. But we have another decent answer in the, it to the Zydog problem and his name is Mantine running some heavy duty boots. 
the 252 HP, 252 Defense, 4 Special Defense, a Bold Nature as well. Going with some Scald, Toxic, Defog, and Roost. Really recommend you have a Defog Mon on every team you run in this kind of format because, like I said earlier, some Hazard Stacking is very, very viable here, so making sure you can clear it is really essential. And uh, being able to spam some Toxics is more beneficial than like an Air Slash, so uh, that's kind of why he has that coverage for. But he's one of your key defensive pieces in a matchup. And uh, one of your more offensive win conditions in this matchup would be Scrafty with the Lumberry, holding Lumberry with Moxie as its ability. Uh, 60 HP, 252 attack, 4 Spadef, 192 speed, Jolly Nature. Uh, it is a Dragon Dance setup with Drain Punch, Knock Off, and Iron Head to give it its stabs and some coverage. Uh, the 192 speed lets it be able to outspeed some of the base 100s once you get to plus one, which is good for things like uh, the Sigilith in the format that's like 97. There's, there's a couple things like right in there that are that you want to get ahead of so that way you don't get revenged back. And another good thing that you got to try to deal with this team uh, is dealing with those opposing Skarmories that are out there stacking the hazards. So you got to bring your Magneton with Choice Scarf. Uh, with Magnet Pull ability, uh, 76 HP, 252 attack, 4 Spadef, and 176 speed, Timid Nature. Uh, the Scarf and Timid lets it be able to outspeed the uh, uh, outspeed Banded Zygarts, which is one of the big checks to this Pokemon. But its moves are Volt Switch, Thunderbolt, Flash Cannon, and Seal Beam. One thing about Magneton is that it does not get any coverage. Magnezone yeah. does. Magneton <laughs> does. he, doesn't. though? It gets body press. I think that's, that's the only thing he really notably gets. That's that's more coverage than Magneton. I mean, Hidden Power did a lot to this Pokemon in yeah. general, but body press the would electric- have been used so much, makes it so much more better. That's true. The electric types really suffered as a type with the absence of Hidden Power. They just and lost a tremendous beam, amount of coverage. Signal Beam. Oh, that's true. That bug, that bug coverage is helpful. Got to deal with those grass types. R.I.P. R.I.P. Hidden Power. You are not missed either. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. And finally, wrapping up the last two members, we've talked about it a lot. It's a important Pokemon for this threshold. We've got Zygarde 10% holding a choice band. The ability doesn't matter because it's Zygarde. The EVs are as follows. 252 attack, 4 special defense, 252 speed with an adamant nature, so he hits strunk. The moves are as follows. 1,000 arrows and who cares? But the other three are outrage, extreme speed, and iron tail. All of them are very good, especially 1,000 arrows spamming with choice band. That's just dumb in a format where Skarmory is one of the bigger steel types. Yeah. Extreme speed is still good cleaner as well. Mm-hmm. It, it's one thing that can beat... No, it can't. Triage is plus three, isn't it? Yeah, triage still goes first. Zygarde Never cannot... Mind. Yeah. Yeah, you have a way to deal with Zygarde with a Comfey. Comfey is fun like yep. that. I was about to say it, and then I was like, wait, fact check your, yourself. <laughs> you got it. You caught yourself. You caught yourself. <laughs> And finally, to bring the entire episode full circle, the final Pokemon is none other than Among Us. 
I wish holding a rocky helmet. I cannot believe yes. we are closing with this Pokemon considering our starting point. We at no point in time <laughs> considered this as the last mon of the episode. I don't know. You I find this pretty suspicious. This is pretty you sus. Did. Very sus. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. I was doing my tasks and we were preparing the episode. <laughs> Ignore your power outages. Anyway, we have Among Us holding a Rocky Helmet. Ability is, of course, Regenerator. EVs are as follows. 248 HP, 76 Defense, 8 Special Attack, 176 Special Defense, Standard Mixed Nature Among Us. Amoongus, among gosh, dang it! Now I can't get the joke out of my head. Uh, calm nature, zero attack IVs because that's just what you do. Uh, even though it's got a higher attack than Talonflame, but moves are Spore, Sludge Bomb, Giga Drain, and Toxic. Fairly standard Amoongus, uh, just doing doing its thing, spreading status, being annoying. So that is the team, and give it a whirl. If you like, it's on Showdown, so you can pretty easily just throw this in there if you want to give it a whirl. I don't uh, know what tier it checks out in. I think it's uh, <laughs> is, I think it's a UU because of Zygarde. Oof. Yeah. That, <laughs> this is not going to do one. well there. <laughs> Poor Zygarde is messing up this team. No. no. <laughs> but if you want to try it out with people that are using relevant teams, come hang out in the Discord and do it. Oh, I'm yeah. more than willing to challenge you. Um, I'm sure other folks would like to test some of their teams out for weeks. So even if you're not a part of the tournament and you want to kind of get a chance to play around with it, there's a lot of us that are doing scrims all the time. So just come hang out in the Discord and ask. Yeah. Oh yeah. If no, you relate to participation, other people would be happy to practice with you. Oh yeah, no. It's so, a really fun. Especially fun. if they're not giving away any information. So you might get all sorts of fun out of it. So with that, I've got the little closing blurb. Uh if you like what you hear, there's more to be heard. We've got more on this Puckle Plus feed that you can listen to that just varies by topic. There's the trivia show, the um game corner. That's hosted by Linian. You've got other episodes of this hosted by me. You've got the TCG cast hosted by Basket. I'll actually be on the next episode. Ooh. Huzzah. We record that later this week. Because um, I, can't, I can't get enough of this. <laughs> uh, uh, so you've got those. You've got, of course, the main Puckle feed whose shows come out every Monday. That's on a different podcast feed, though, so you'll need to go find it. It's just Puckle Podcast, P-U-C-L, for those who don't know. And aren't indoctrinated. If you've listened this far, I don't know why you don't know, but whatever. I'm going to leave that to you. You can follow us and support us on other social media ways. We've got a Facebook that's inactive. We've got a Twitter that's very active. We've got an Instagram that's pretty active. And, of course, the hub for everything is our Discord server. What's that URL again, guys? PuckleDiscord.com PuckleDiscord.com. So go there. You'll get an invite link. It'll also We'll also have a direct hyperlink in the description below. But that's where you go to participate in tournaments and just generally chat with people. We've got tons of little channels that you can talk about any topic of Pokemon under the sun, except maybe the Pokemon Oreos that were just announced today. I don't think we have that channel set up but yet. But we did discuss it but... in the main general, though. <laughs> exactly. I, I am still floored that they have Sableye as one of the Oreos. <laughs> so I now need to get 17 packages. Yeah, I think you gotta... Gotta, are you going to frame one of the Oreos in the wall? I might encase one in resin. I don't know. <laughs> you should. I've got the 3D printer, so I've got the things I need. 
Oh, boy. But anyway, there is one other big thing that I wanted to bring up that McGee is going to hit me over the head with a stick if I don't. (laughs) And it's appropriate for being on Battlecast. Please pay attention this Friday. That is tomorrow if you're listening to this episode when it comes out. But Friday, September 10th, we are announcing the next tournament style. Uh, in Puckle. It's the next tournament event. And the cool thing about this one, as McGee tells me, you don't need to know or prep anything. Just come as you are, and you'll get a rental team, I believe is what you said, and it'll just be going from there, event to event. So it's going to be a fun one. Stay tuned for more information on that coming out again Friday, September 10th, the next tournament. We yep. get exclusive little info here, little little pre-release yeah. here, because we're Battlecast and we're cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, make sure to come check out that. Uh, you can easily do both the 500 Club and this event without too much trouble. You can probably hear my dog growling in the background. I do apologize. But come do this event. It will be a lot of fun. Uh, come do all our <laughs> tournaments. They are always a lot of fun. And... We look forward to it. This one is on cart, by the way. I know 500 Club is on Showdown, so uh, this yeah. one is on cart. So you do need to own Sword and Shield, but that's the only requirement. Truly, that is the only requirement. Right. From what he was telling me, that is the only thing. Uh, the other, Everything else is done for you, so it's very easy. Other than clicking the buttons in a battle, we won't do that. That's on you. <laughs> so Come join the Discord. Come join us. Come play. We're excited. Exactly. And so with that, I believe that wraps up all of my contractually obligated closing remarks. So until next month, where we might have more information on BDSP, I have been Seth Vilo. I have been P. McGee. And I have been Shark Finnegan. And we'll catch you guys next month.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.